This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Alabama Senator Tommy Tuberville is blasting both China for its aggressive behavior after Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan, as well as Joe Biden for not standing up to them. Tuberville spoke on Fox Business on Thursday. The Democrats and Joe Biden, uh, the Biden administration, need to wake up, Jackie, about the belligerence of China. I mean, it's it's all out there. It's in our country. It's all over the world. Uh, they're not going to slow down. They're going to keep trying to control everything. You know, right now they're they're around all around Taiwan shooting missiles into international waters, which is wrong. They shouldn't be doing that. Uh, and we're over here worrying about filling our uh, quotas up in the military because we're we're teaching transgenderism. Uh, we're teaching uh, different pronouns, CRT. Uh, we're trying to be woke. And uh, you know, our military is the strength of this country. Uh, we have to be united as one. And if we don't unite as one uh, over a, a, a group uh, that is well-funded, uh, China, they, they're doing everything they possibly can to uh, outrun us in terms of uh, uh, nuclear weapons, uh, ships, uh, armaments uh, in space. I mean, it is a it's, a it's a race. It is a race right now. And I will tell you, we're behind. We've got to catch up and we've got to get everybody on the same page. That's the key to winning this whole thing. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency is offering some safety tips for those on the road as schools across the state reopen their doors and buses start picking up the students. Aaliyah says that, first of all, pack some patience in your car because delays on the road are bound to happen. Also, familiarize yourself with areas where buses will be stopping, according to the traffic laws. And remember that when buses put on their flashing lights, that students will be getting off that bus and walking near the road or even across the road. Transportation Safety Director in Tuscaloosa, Craig Henson, spoke with WBRC News about bus safety. When you see those uh, yellow lights flashing, prepare to stop. And certainly when you see the red stop sign and the red lights stop for the school bus because everyone's safety is at jeopardy at that point in time. And we all working together, we can we can make it a successful 22-23 school year. More details are coming out of Tallapoosa County, where a horrific crime took place in a trailer belonging to 37-year-old Jose Reyes. Tallapoosa County Sheriff Jimmy Abbott has released the identities of two bodies that were found on that property. One was the girlfriend of Reyes, the other her 14-year-old son. The girlfriend's 12-year-old daughter was held hostage by Reyes for about a week. He even tied her to a bed. The 12-year-old girl was able to escape that trailer and was found walking alongside the road in Tallapoosa County. This brought the whole situation to the attention of police. Authorities say that the girlfriend was killed by suffocation, the boy by blunt force trauma. Reyes is not only charged with two counts of capital murder, but also abuse of a corpse, since he tried to hide the bodies by dismembering them and hiding them on his property. Reyes was arrested while working at a construction site in Auburn. A wrecked car found in Georgia, along with the female body found inside, appears to be that of a South Carolina nurse who was traveling to Birmingham for her practitioner training. Shauna Brown was last seen July 10th after she left her Columbia home to head to Sanford University. On July 20th, a Georgia state trooper found a black Toyota Corolla registered to Brown in the woods off of Interstate 20 in Warren County. 
The woman inside was wearing medical scrubs. No foul play is suspected. Authorities believe the car went off the road and down the embankment and could not be seen from the Interstate 20 lanes. An autopsy is being done to confirm the identity of the body. Well, congratulations to Sarah Narcissa Harris. She's an Alabama native who is celebrating her 102nd birthday this week. Harris was born at Possum Bend in Wilcox County in 1920. Harris went on to join the Women's Army Auxiliary Corps, which later became part of the U.S. Air Force. Harris served in World War II, Korea, and in Vietnam as the first female base executive officer in a combat zone. She became a commander of an air base in Saigon. Harris will celebrate at her latest home, which is at the Veterans Home in Alexander City. If you want to congratulate Miss Sarah with a card, you can do so by finding her address at the 1819 News article telling her story. You can also find more Alabama stories at 1819news.com. In national news, a member of Congress has been killed in a head-on car collision. U.S. Representative Jackie Walorski of Indiana was riding in a car with her communications director, Emma Thompson, and district director, Zachary Potts, when the vehicle crossed the center line and hit another oncoming vehicle. The congresswoman and the other two staffers were wearing seatbelts. The driver of the oncoming car, 56-year-old Edith Schmucker, was also killed in the collision. She was also wearing a seatbelt. The investigation into the crash continues in light of eyewitnesses and video evidence. A Russian judge has sentenced U.S. women's basketball player Brittany Griner to nine years in prison in that country. Griner was arrested this past February while at a Moscow airport. Police found less than a gram of cannabis oil in a vape pen within Griner's possession. Griner pleaded for leniency and called it an honest mistake with no intention of breaking any Russian laws. The Russian judge gave her the maximum sentence and also fined Griner 1 million rubles, which is $16,000 in U.S. currency. The Biden administration is working on a prisoner exchange and are considering a deal that would bring Griner back to the U.S. and Russian arms dealer Victor Bout back to the motherland. Bout is serving a 25-year sentence in a federal prison in Indiana. The length of Griner's sentence is not a surprise to those who study Russian politics and strategy. The heavy sentence was actually expected in order for Russia to have the most leverage to secure a prisoner exchange that is beneficial to them. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is taking on the George Soros corruption tactics that are used in various states across the nation. DeSantis has ordered the suspension of state attorney Andrew Warren of the 13th Judicial Circuit in Hillsborough County. Uh, The prosecutor, state attorney for this judicial circuit, uh, Andrew Warren, has put himself publicly above the law. In June of 2021, he signed a letter saying that he would not enforce any prohibitions on sex change operations for minors. And that's a debate that we're having mostly administratively and through medical licensing in Florida, but other states have enacted penalties on the people that would perform those, which are really disfiguring these young kids. And he said, it doesn't matter what the legislature does in the state of Florida, uh, he's gonna exercise a veto over that. And then most recently, after the Dobbs decision was rendered by the U.S. Supreme Court, he signed a letter saying he would not enforce any laws relating to protecting the right to life in the state of Florida. And when you flagrantly violate your oath of office, when you make yourself above the law, uh, you have violated your duty, uh, you have neglected your duty, and you are displaying a lack of competence uh, to be able to perform those duties. And so today, we are suspending State Attorney Andrew Warren, effective immediately. 
Soros has a record of politically funding prosecutors and district attorneys that will not enforce the laws so that certain criminal elements or radical liberal ideology gains power in that community. Senate committee hearings were started this past Wednesday regarding virus research funding. Kentucky Senator Rand Paul is leading that committee hearing, and he brought in several doctors to speak to the issue of whether gain-of-function research has dangers that outweigh the benefits. Dr. Stephen Quay presented his research on the COVID-19 virus, saying it came out of a lab and it's not something normally found in nature. SARS-2 has features consistent with synthetic biology gain-of-function research. Two features involve acceptable academic gain-of-function research, the receptor binding domain optimization and the furin cleavage site. These two features have never been found in nature in related viruses that could have reasonably started the pandemic because of the closeness of these viruses to Wuhan. These two features are, on the other hand, routinely engineered into viruses. In 2018, U.S. and WIV scientists proposed inserting, quote, human-specific furin cleavage sites in a bat virus backbone. Two years later, SARS-2 appeared on the WIV doorstep. SARS-2 is a bat-derived virus with a human-specific furin cleavage site. Uh, in, in the early months, no animal has ever been found to be infected with COVID-19. This week, 220 corporate employees at Walmart were let go. The company made high-level layoffs after its second quarter of earnings fell. Walmart employs 1.6 million people across the U.S. The job cuts will affect those within merchandising and last-mile delivery, according to Bloomberg Media. Rising inflation has decreased the number of Americans who are buying electronics from Walmart. The inflation has also affected other larger retailers like Target and Best Buy. In fact, this past June, Amazon announced a global workforce cut of almost 100,000 employees. Firefighters in Utah are a little confused about a man's explanation for triggering a 60-acre wildfire in extreme drought conditions in that state. 26-year-old Corey Martin told authorities that he spotted a spider while hiking outside of Salt Lake City and tried to burn that spider with the lighter that he happened to have on hand. This caused the underbrush to light up, and before it was all under control, 60 acres had gone up in smoke. Speaking of smoke, authorities say that Martin did not appear to be under the influence of anything, but they did find a jar of marijuana in his backpack, which might explain the lighter a little bit more. Martin has been charged for reckless behavior but not intentional arson. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out the 1819 podcast with host Brian Dawson as he sits down with filmmaker Curtis Bowers and they expose the communist agenda here in America. John Stormer, that man who had been studying communism his whole life, he saw that they were having a meeting then the summer of 92 at the University of California, Berkeley, and he'd written so many books exposing communism, he knew he couldn't go. So he called me and said, would you go to this meeting and see what they're talking about? Because communism's over. The whole world was saying that. It's over. It's done. And he goes, I wonder what they're going to talk about. So I went to this meeting at the University of California, Berkeley, where the Communist Party USA was breaking off a new group called the Committees of Correspondence. And I was there for three days, 12 hours a day of lectures and breakout sessions and they laid out this agenda. They were uh, upset that the Soviet Union had needed financial help, so they had to kind of go to Plan B uh, because they couldn't keep up with America and how successful we were. 
But they said, we're still now just going to double down on what we've been doing since the 30s anyway, is corrupting America from within. Um, So it will collapse on itself. And the three main things they talked about, they said, we need to continue to do everything we can to destroy the family. And if you heard them talk about the family, they said it's a man-made institution whose only purpose is to enslave women and brainwash children. (laughs) Mm. That's their view of the family. And we have to do away with it. So we need to continue to get behind the feminist movement to make women discontent with marriage and motherhood. We need to encourage people to not get married and just live together. And then we need to do anything we can to start pre-pre-pre-K programs to get the children away from the parents' influence as soon as possible. So that was their plan for the family. Then... They said, we also need to do away with this evil uh, free enterprise system. It's so unjust. And they went on and on about it. And I'm like, what are they talking about? But they said, we feel, and this is 1992, so it's 30 years ago last month, 30 years ago. They said, we feel the only thing that will be capable of driving business out of America and creating enough regulation and red tape, it's just hard to make it in America, is if we can get behind the environmental movement. We just feel the environmental movement has the potential to do this. And again, right now, we see how that's happened. But in 92, I remember writing in my notes going, how would you do that? I mean, it didn't even make sense because the environmental movement was just a fringe movement of people you know, handcuffing themselves to trees in Oregon and stuff. It yeah. was not it was not mainstream at all. So you're like, how could you stop business with that? But they had a plan. <laughs> and then the final thing is they thought that our the fabric of America's morality, the Judeo-Christian principles, were enslaving to people where they weren't free to just do whatever they want. And we need to extinguish that morality. And we feel We've been very successful in many areas, but we feel the final way to eliminate all talk of morality and all standards is if we can get the American people to accept homosexuality. You can find more of that podcast at 1819news.com under the podcast tab. I'm Andrea Tice. I will be back again on Monday. Until then, have a fabulous weekend. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.